part of what we're doing as we talk about the one another's in the New Testament is allowing the Lord to reshape our thinking about the church, about his body in more biblical ways. Because, uh, you know, really, when you take a look at first, or excuse me, Acts chapter 2 and the end of that chapter where in exquisite uh, language the the first church is described because that was the day that that passage describes the day of Pentecost, the day the church was born. And the church at its birth described there is so, so lovely and so captivating and it makes your heart cry, I, I want to be a part of that. And when you read that, description and what follows in the book of Acts as the church is described, you see that the church really looks a lot more like this. And not in terms of size, because the church was born with 3,000 people. First day, right out the chute, the church is a mega church. 3,000 people. And it says that every day after that, people were added to the church. So it has nothing to do with how big or how small. That, that's not the issue. And it also isn't the issue whether there's lighting and, and smoke machines and camera booms and, you know, all of that stuff. That's just peripheral. That's, that's really relatively meaningless. That's not the point. The point is, is Jesus our focus? Is the relationships that we have in the body of Christ deep, rich, and meaningful? That's what's important. And if that's the case, bring on the smoke machine. That's fine, you know. If our relationships are, and our focus is Jesus, that's fine. So anyway, that we've been pursuing this together. And I, I turn, ask you to turn to Romans chapter 12. I want to read verse 5, just verse 5. So we, being many, are one body in Christ. And individually, members of one another. So many things in this, these few words, but let me point your attention to a, a few of them. One, as I've already said, this is being addressed to a church that is global. You realize that this morning as we gather here, there are people gathering to worship Jesus around the globe. In fact, it was an interesting thing this past week when we were in, in Hawaii. Uh, we were reminded of the fact that the Hawaiian Islands are as far away from Jerusalem as you can get. And remember what Jesus told his church? He'll be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. And to be worshiping Jesus there with thousands of believers was an amazing thing. We are part of a Big body of Christ. Huge, huge. But we don't lose our individual identity. It says here we are individually. God made you unique, Raz. And when he made you, he broke the mold. There isn't anyone else like you. And when you find your place in the body of Christ, we all go, oh, that's what was missing. There's a unique place designed for each one of us in this family of the body of Christ, the church, that no one else can, can fill. But it says here that we are members 
of one another. That is so important. We're not members of an organization. We are members of one another. And that's what I want to explore with you some today. Let me just uh, mention what a church is not. Okay, a church... No, we're not... (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean it that way. (laughs) A church is not... An organization, I already said that. And then an organization is defined this way. A group of persons organized for some end or work. That's not the church. Jesus didn't establish his church for the purpose of us getting something done. Oh yes, he gave us an assignment to reach this world with his gospel. But the church is not a means to an end. So we, we are not, the church is not an organization. A church is an organism, a form of life. A unique form of life composed of mutually interdependent parts that maintain various vital processes. Think of your, that's why the Bible uses this term body. Think of your body. You are the composition of of multitudes of individual one cell organisms that are so interdependent that you can't separate them or you're in trouble. It all works or it doesn't. You know, if I, if I stub my toe, my whole body knows it. Every single cell in my body knows it. We are interconnected. And as, as, as human beings, our bodies are... And the body, the body, the body of Christ is supposed to be that. So that when one person is hurting we all feel it. We might, we might not even know the person. Because listen, the truth is, we can't know everybody in a church even this size. It's not, anthropologists tell us that the most that you can maintain in your head about you know, uh, uh, relationships with people is about 200. Now, I, I didn't really say that very well. What they say is that you can't have significant relationships with more than about 200 people. That's the max for human beings. Now, when they say significant relationships, they mean that you know these people, this 200 people, and you know how they connect to each other. And that's it. That's, that's as many as we can handle. So it's, it's not about, I know you, I know everything about you, we hang out together all day. It's not that. But it's that we are connected with each other in such a way that even if I don't know you, when something's wrong or amiss in your life, it ripples through and we know it. Because we are that connected with each other. I, we are as connected with our brothers and sisters in... Um, Afghanistan, 
as we are with the person across the room this morning. In the body of Christ, we are joined together in an irrevocable and wonderful way. Think of it this way. The church is people fulfilling necessary and celebrated roles assigned by God that the ministry of Jesus may continue to be visible in the world. That's the church. And when we use the term membership, as we saw in Romans chapter 12, verse 5, we are members of one another. When we use the term member or membership, we are not talking about something that's based on mutual interest. We all know what it's like to be part or a member of some club or some, you know, like you have, you enjoy surfing like my friend Dave does. So you might be part of a surfing club. Mutual interests draw you together. Maybe you have a common interest in a style of music or uh, like uh, uh, Casey and Rochelle Claire, they're going to a square dancing uh, conference and national square dance conference in two weeks to be with people who, like them, enjoy square dancing. The other two or three couples in the world. But (laughs) Don't tell them I said that. (sighs) But the (laughs) the church is not about... about Anything having to do with dancing, nobody wants me in that club, I promise. Where was I? So anyway, we don't, the church is not about getting together with people of like ethnicity or like uh, a common music style that you enjoy. It's not, it's not those things. In fact, that's the beauty of the church. There is absolutely nothing in, in the world that Gary and I have in common. <laughs> Except Jesus. So it's not based on mutual interest. It's not based on self-interest. And this one, this one is uh, serious for me right now. I, I feel like more and more um, the church, at least in the West, is becoming based on self-interest. What I mean by that is, am I getting something out of it? Do I like the... Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. We've, the chairs that you're sitting in there, we've had these things for 10 years in a church before. Uh, before we bought these from a church that had them at least 10 years before that. So they've, they've done their duty. And we're about ready in a, within the next month to replace them all. You're going to like them. (laughs) But I was thinking the other day, you know what? I'll bet there's some people who will, uh, either that, either they'll they'll come more often (laughs) or or maybe be invited because we have new chairs. (laughs) And that that might happen, but it shouldn't. The church isn't about those kinds of things, self-interest. You know, my membership in the body of Christ can't be about me. It's about him. And 
I, f- I fear that our understanding of church membership has become twisted up in our understanding of other forms of membership. It's not like membership in 24-hour fitness where y- you go when you feel like it or, you know, that's how I would do it, but, uh, <laughs> which means I never go, right? So, um, it's not like my AAA membership. Listen, I get email from AAA, uh, you know, I never open it. It's meaningless to me. It's as long as I, you know, as long as when I call the, the tow truck, they come, that's all that matters to me, right? It's self-interest. I just, you know, we, the church is not that. It's not something we go to. In fact, you can't go to church. Church is us. You can't attend a church. Church is us. Our thinking about church and and our belonging to the body of Christ, I fear, has gotten very warped. You know, listen, please don't get me wrong on this. Sue and I raised three kids. We spent an awful lot of time on the soccer field. But let's be careful that we're not training our kids that soccer comes first. We go to church if we don't have a game. We hang out with our brothers and sisters in the body of Christ when it's convenient. We are members of one another. That's different. I said when I get my, you know, I, well, last week when we checked into the hotel in Honolulu, they put me in a special line because I'm a Hilton Honors member. And I got special, that's just because I've given them a lot of money over the years. (laughs) That's all. Um, But, you know, it made me want to keep that membership. Self-interest, self-interest. When my son, but I've been traveling for, well, it seems like for weeks now, but we were gone for 10 days, home for a week, then gone for another week, and I have to leave again this Wednesday for three or four days. And I'm not, uh, I, you know, but the reason that I'm going is because I got a call from my son who said, Dad, we need for you, we have a, he's a photographer, and we have a photo shoot, and we need some help taking care of our son for this, uh, these days that we're going to be involved in this photo shoot. I'm on the next plane because he's a member of my family. Triple A calls and says, hey, we could use your help. I'm, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to do that. It's different. It's different. It's really, really different. And I just feel like the Lord would want to speak into this for us today, that I am connected to you in a deep way. And that's, that is uh, how it was meant to be. Church membership is a recognition of those whom God has joined you with and a commitment 
to knit together with those people. Look at Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians is a few pages to the, to the right from Romans chapter 4. And verse 16. You have, to use, uh, you have to get the last word of verse 15 in order for it to make sense. Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. You know, this morning, June 5th, 110 or 12, uh, I, I lost track, uh, people from this congregation begin a year of service among us. That's an amazing thing. That's an amazing thing. But every one of those 110 people that will be serving in various ways in our congregation over the next year, they're doing something so godly. And I don't mean uh, that they're, you know, taking care of the babies or they're making sure that there's coffee. But I mean they're caring about hope, faith, and grace, Amparo. They're, they're caring about Stephen and Timothy Lobo. They're making coffee for Van Gillum. It's about people. It's about our relationships with each other because we're not serving an organization. It's the hand working with the foot, with the eye, with the ear, every one of us in the body doing our part. And man, when the body of Christ does its thing, there's nothing like it in the world. But there's another thing that they're, that they're doing and, and that is that by making those commitments, they're knitting together. They're pressing in with one another. I, look, I'm, I worked in a little bit in the construction trades and I watched masons do their thing. And when they put bricks or blocks or stone together, they lay a, you know, a layer of, of mud and then they stick the, the brick down. And then they take the, the end of the trowel that they've laid the, the mud down with and they tap the brick into place. And it's that tap that uh, joins that brick to the rest of the row or the layer. And <clears throat> when I say to myself, you know what, I'm not going to keep my distance any longer. I'm going to knit together. I'm going to press in. Uh, that's an important day in the life of a believer. Uh, Sue, is a, she likes to knit when she can. She doesn't have the time to do it as much any, anymore, but I've watched her over the years, and when she, I don't know what she's doing, but it turns out great in the end. But anyway, when she's doing these things, with the, every, every, it's not a stitch, but whatever it is that she does, every one of those little um, sections is a, is a knot. It's a knot that's tied. And it says here that we are knit together by what every joint supplies. We're not knit together because, you know, he preaches well. We're not knit together because they have a good program. We're knit together because I'm, I'm pushing in. I'm supplying that, that cohesiveness. Everyone, it says, a recognition 
So church membership is a recognition of those God has joined you with and a commitment to knit together. And church membership provides some amazing things. It, su it supplies a spiritual family. Now some of us, uh, you know, well, I would say probably all of us have families that are imperfect, shall we say. And so is the body of Christ. But there is something about when I can bring all my the imperfections and, and uh, in-process stuff of my earthly family and, and know that I'm secure in the family of God that just, oh, it's like I'm home. I'm home. So that, it provides a spiritual family. It provides a spiritual covering, meaning there's protection. There's, there's people watching out for you. There's uh, concern. Uh, it provides a growth environment so that I don't just stay the same. I don't just stay stuck in my stuff. I keep developing in Jesus. I, it provides an accountability structure. And few of us like the word accountability, but we all need it. And when I, you know, when I show up week after week and, and uh, you know, you ask me how I'm doing, eventually uh, I have to tell you the truth. And that will propel me into growth and development like nothing else. All of that's part of church membership. But really the whole thing is this. We are part of the body of Christ. The amazing coming together of of individual parts and pieces into something so beautiful that it actually reflects God. This is recording number 11215 from the teaching ministry of Crossroads Foursquare Church in Fairfield, California. It was recorded on Sunday morning, June 5, 2016. This is the sixth message in a series titled, One Another. This message by Randy Bolt is titled, Membership. <laughs>